0: Hello. Welcome to Sugar Facts.
1: What episode is this now? 13. What? Unlucky 13. What's going to happen? No. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Sugar Facts episode 13. Cheers. We're doing a little trickery here. We can't tell you. You won't know. You won't know. Welcome to episode <laughs> <six>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't pay you No, That was it. That was it. Stop gonna... talking. Shut up. We do. know. Episode 13. Cheers. Oh,
0: no,
1: and then now we take... Oh, oh Jesus no. Christ. Oh my god! You're gonna break the glass. Now I know what you mean, by re- um, that was delicious. Nice, right? No. Yeah. I'm gonna have the rest of these nachos. Mm. Okay, so
0: uh, episode thirteen. Did you have anything special we wanted to do for episode thirteen, other than talk about your sugar mom?
1: facts or my mum?
0: No.
1: Um, no. Honestly, I just really want to know what facts about sugar you have.
0: I got one. I got a. I got a pretty good one. I feel like it could have been better. All right.
1: Well, that's not a great start, is it?
0: No, but I mean, it's the start of that. I just feel like it's the
1: whole point of our podcast is Sugar Facts, and you to start with, it's not a great one, but. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to, I had a rough, I had a rough, uh, I had All a right. rough All right,
1: I'm done with your excuses. <laughs> well.
0: I like this. Huh?
1: While you stew in that bullshit.
0: Oh, also, I'll make a drink while you. Could you please? Yeah, what would you like? I don't know. Okay, I'll figure it I out. I
1: felt like you kind of, what if we do something with the snakes? Nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do what you want.
0: Do what, do what I want?
1: Do what oh, you I'll want. I'll do what I want. And I will tell you about something that I was reading about this week. Brian, the 1973 Chilean coup d'etat.
0: Well, now, when you Have you I say, said that
1: correctly?
0: You, you said it correctly. No. The, by coup d'etat, what do you mean?
1: Coup d'etat, the coup <laughs> dether mm-hmm. of the Chilean president in
0: 1973 We talking
1: some Allende shit Yeah we are oh, Wow we solid background Dude I'm not a fucking moron Dude I had to look up how to say his last name cuz I was like am I going to be Allendeing if it's a Yendying
0: What do we always say Oh so Oh we so we
1: There's always work He's okay
0: Well, how do we what do we always say Know it Know it?
1: Nope, that's not what we say.
0: That is what we say.
1: No, know it comes last. Think it. No. Know it, think it, say it, believe it. So, it was hard to know where to start with this one. Sure. As I'm sure you're aware and as I'm sure our listeners who know about this coup are aware, it's a complicated story.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I'm just going to start with a man called Salvador Allende. He was a Chilean... Mm Chilean... He was a... Oh, my God! A cellist. He was a cellist. He was a Chilean democratic socialist, politician, and physician who was elected president of Chile from 1970 until 1973. That's a short amount of time to be president, I hear you say. You know what I say? Criticize when you've been president of Chile.
0: Hey, whatever kind of aggression is going on here...
1: I've had the wine. I'm on the aggression oh, train.
0: Does, does wine take wine? Who off?
1: knew? I used to thought it was just, I think it was the tequila, to be honest. So Allende came from an upper middle class family with a long involvement in progressive and liberal causes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His grandfather, <clears throat> also a physician. Was his
0: grandfather's name, surname Allende also?
1: Probably. I don't know his grandfather's name. Sorry, should I have written that down? Uh, was also a physician, and he founded one of the first secular schools in the country. Hmm. hmm. What in- were they
0: prior to that? What religion did they follow? God,
1: Catholics probably. I don't yeah. know. South America. Stop asking me questions when I don't have the facts written down in front of me. Joe. Yep.
0: We're in public. I know it doesn't feel that way, but we're in public. I'm
1: just saying.
0: There's potentially up to 20 people listening in right now. Be on that. Better be, be better be better. Just
1: be better. Yeah, I tell myself that every day. As a teenager, Allende's main influence came from Italian-born shoemaker and anarchist, Juan DiMarchi, whose workshop he would go to after school. You know about that?
0: If I did, I wouldn't tell you because apparently interruptions are... Wow, I
1: love the tone that we're setting. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Allende's story is thus. So, for 40 years after setting up the Socialist Party of Chile, Mm. Allende was a social reformist politician. He helped pass a number of reforms, like laws protecting factory workers, higher pensions for widows, maternity care, and free lunch programs for school kids. From 1952 until 1964, he made three unsuccessful bids for the presidency – and so many that he would joke that his epitaph would read, here lies the next president of Chile. Quite funny. Yeah, very funny. At the same time, however, as his losses and unsuccessful runs, mm. the CIA was throwing money at compa- at the campaigns of his competitors mm-hmm. and, spent camp- and spent millions in anti-Allende propaganda. So he was a Marxist with a close relationships. I can't talk.
0: What? No, you're doing fine.
1: I'm saying all the... Max, cut all that out. Yeah,
0: at the all sa- of it.
1: No. At the same time of his... At the same time as he was, like, failing to run for president, yeah, yeah. the CIA was throwing money at campaigns well, the, uh, the for his C- competitors. C- what did he say? CIA. Basically, saying- they were spending a lot of money, <clears throat> and they were supporting his competitors, and they spent millions of dollars on anti-Allende Propaganda. Was this like
0: a Cold War thing?
1: Around the same time, leading up to it for sure. Well,
0: it was well, like from
1: the from the fifties, from the early fifties to the early sixties. Okay,
0: yeah, you're
1: right. So Allende was a Marxist with a close relationship with the Chilean Communist Party. So obviously the CIA hated him. Mm. In 1970, things turned around for Allende. He finally won the presidential election as part of the Popular Unity Coalition. Still, it was a fussy win. There was no majority winner. And the Senate spent almost two months negotiating who would win that particular election. Uh, Eventually, though, he won. Upon assuming the presidency, Allende put in his socialist program, or he started adopting his... A socialist program called the chilean path to socialism meaning he nationalized large-scale industries like copper mining and Always banking oh a problem oh nationalizing yep. oh my god yeah copper mining and banking as well as healthcare and the education system why do you
0: think that's such a problem for the for the for the west for the u.s mm. why, do, why don't they like that
1: I feel like the West is always on a trajectory towards privatization, right? Right. So you kind of have this idea that you start things off as government-owned, but eventually the goal is to privatize everything.
0: If you had to sort of defend that point of view, what would you say?
1: Efficiency.
0: Is that true, though? Uh,
1: From, like, spending taxpayer money. If you privatize something, taxpayer money is no longer going explicitly toward paying that thing.
0: Is it not I mean, public? I don't
1: believe in it. I don't I'm believe not, not, that. I, th- I think that's what people will justify it. I'm as. just wondering
0: what would what would the defenders of I that... think
1: people who are pro privatization yeah. will say that government wastes money. Mm-hmm. The private sector can't afford to waste money, so it doesn't. But that's, in my opinion, not true.
0: I would ten- I would definitely agree with you. Also, lots of private entities get quite a lot of government subsidies, don't they?
1: And they get tax breaks. They get certain support. If they operate in a country with a shitty minimum wage, they can just save money by not paying anyone anything.
0: Exactly, right? Yeah. They also get the benefit of taxpayer-funded roads and airports.
1: Correct. Yeah, they still get to use public infrastructure. They don't have to pay for anything. I'm with you. Look, we both know we're tree-hugging lefties. (laughs) Allende also expanded a land seizure and redistribution policy put in place by his predecessor and put government support behind a program of free free milk for children in schools and shanty towns. Under his presidency, pretty quickly, all part-time workers were granted rights to social security, a proposed electricity price increase was withdrawn, diplomatic relations were restored with Cuba and political prisoners were granted an amnesty. What a nice guy.
0: Sounds like it. Are there any dissenting voices? I mean, what yep.
1: do... I mean, until now, you're like, amazing.
0: What love What a, a dude! Allende.
1: Allende, you goddamn gem. So in the first year of his term, the short-term economic results of his expansive monetary policy were highly favorable. hmm there was 12% industrial growth and an almost 9% increase in GDP accompanied by major declines in inflation and unemployment. However, by 1972, two years later, Mm. the Chilean escudo, the (laughs) currency, had an inflation rate of 140%. Mm,
0: What happened there? uh,
1: I'll go on, shall I? Yeah, go
0: ahead.
1: The average real GDP contracted, at an annual rate of 5.6%, meaning negative economic growth.
0: What what happened there? Can
1: I please get my – I've got it all, (laughs) but I need to list the negatives first and then I'll explain. And the government's fiscal deficit soared while foreign reserves declined. The combination of inflation and government-mandated price-fixing, together with the, quote, disappearance of basic commodities from supermarkets, led to the rise in black markets of rice, beans, sugar, and flour. What
0: the fuck is going on? The
1: Allende government announced it would default on debts owed to international creditors and foreign governments.
0: I mean, was there outside nefarious activity going on?
1: Uh, Yes, and I will get to that. I mean... Even without external interference, Hmm. he was basically like pumping money into the economy while keeping prices artificially low. He was capping the price of bread and flour and whatever.
0: Right,
1: right. So he was doing all of those things. So the Hmm. deficit was going up. He also made all these tax cuts.
0: Can you explain to me what a deficit is?
1: Deficit... Basically, the government is spending more money than it is bringing in. So if you're not taxing people, for example, which he did, he was cutting a lot of taxes, which on the one hand was like aimed at lower classes, poorer people. Hmm. He wasn't bringing in as much money. Yeah. why wasn't he
0: taxing the rich more? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: that's always a long, that can be a long-term thing. I mean, one thing he did was he cut tax on capital. Well, i know but he said it was because of small medium enterprise owners like he still wanted to encourage the lower classes of capital owners he wasn't taxing the upper classes of capital owners he just kind of cut I, th- I feel like that
0: was a mistake
1: yeah i mean
0: i, like I would he agree probably with you should have targeted if i mean if you're gonna be radical be radical <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna try to like fix the system upend the up and the status the whole quo. thing
1: yeah i think part of it was like he expected to be president longer than he was. Like, he made a lot of changes in the short term. So, that this he is
0: like phase one. Yeah. He yeah.
1: could have found the money in the long term, right, but he was right. never given the chance to.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, so, at the same time, racial tensions between the poor descendants of indigenous people who supported AND's reforms and the white elite increased. So, there's also racial shit he has to deal with. Sure. sure. The economic situation was also somewhat exacerbated. Due to a U.S.-backed campaign to fund worker strikes in certain sectors of the economy. Oh,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. What do you think the point of that was?
1: I mean, they didn't want Allende. we right. I will get to that. But yeah, basically the U.S. was never a fan of him. He was communist during the Cold War. Right. They didn't want him. So, so they, they were freaked
0: like, out, like, oh no, we got this commie on yeah. our southern sort of border. Kind
1: of, yeah. They were like, Chile, the guy has got to go. Right. There was also a global recession in the 70s and 80s, sending oil prices skyrocketing, which pretty much just decimated the whole of South America. Mm. At the same time, there were accusations that Allende was moving toward a Cuban-style dictatorship. What's that? Cuban style so Cuba had a dictatorship at the time but
0: what's a Cuban style
1: well just kind of like oh we're going to give you everything and we're going to provide all the public services but also it's a dictatorship so it's kind of like a benevolent dictator Mm -hmm. style government Mm -hmm. so people like you're doing that you're doing that you're doing that Mm -hmm. and I will get into why those accusations were coming up. And the Nixon the Nixon administration in the U.S. was getting worried about his increasingly bold socialist policies and his mateship with Cuba. He yeah. kind of warmed things up with Cuba. Uh, the Cub- Cuban dictator, what was his name?
0: Fidel Castro. Yeah,
1: Castro. He came and he visited. He was only supposed to come for a week. And then he loved Chile so much. He stayed mm. for a month.
0: Is it is it right to apply the term dictator to someone in that position at that point? of time I don't know
1: Castro or Allende Both Castro I don't know about Allende was more accusations okay. So basically because if you remember I said like he got elected and it was a bit tricky at the yeah. time yeah, like yeah. there was all this constitutional fear it was like well are you going to obey the constitution are you going to are you going to try and be president forever or whatever and he was like no 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 I'm totally cool I'm totally chill I'm totally chill and so he said that mm-hmm. got president, but I think the suspicion and the paranoia are still there.
0: But here's my problem with that: wasn't the reason that there was suspicion in the first place? And again, please fucking correct me if I'm mm. wrong, but m- might not have, might not that suspicion have come from the past when, let's say, there were there were dictators that didn't give up power, and and might they not have been on the right?
1: Yeah, I mean, not in Chile, I think. I don't know. At this I'm point, actually, Chile accurate. hadn't had any dictators. I'm pretty sure. But there was a So where there is was that fear parano- parano- coming
0: from then? Where, where is that parano- paranoia coming from? I then? think it's because democracy really was also still pretty new. We have a phone call coming through right now. Urgent, 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 we urgent. We
1: don't have a phone call. Hi. Hi. Ah. It's Sugarfax. Ring, ring. Picking up. Hi, it's Sugarfax. How can I help you? Ah, Hello. Hi, hey, hi, you Oh, hi. Sorry, there's a delay on the line,
0: maybe. Sorry. Oh, I, should I turn my should I turn the sound down? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Hold on a second.
1: Hi. You still there? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. We're just um waiting for you. Are uh, you... This is
0: uh. Hey. 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 Sugar Is this Sugar facts? Yep. Who? Who's this? Is, it? is it Joe or Brian? It's Joe. Yo, Joe. You. You're good. I like you.
1: Thanks. Um, Brian's also here, but he's not saying anything right now. Hey, Brian.
0: Hey. Very
1: cool. Two of you. <laughs> Should I end now? Should I walk out now so the two of you can just chat? Hey, so uh, Joe, this is Joe from Sugar Facts. It's Joe from Sugar Facts.
0: Yeah. All right, this is Jimmy. I'm I'm, I'm calling from I'm calling from West uh, West England.
1: Hey, Jimmy. Um, why don't you cut to the fucking chase? I love your sassy
0: attitude. It's
1: one of the favorite parts of the show. I'm so mean today, Jimmy. It's- I'm so sorry. I love
0: it. I love it. I love it. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I noticed that tonight's episode in the future is about uh, uh, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph Allende?
1: Yeah. It's not Joseph, but yeah.
0: What's his actual name?
1: Fucking some South Salvador? American name. Salvador? yeah.
0: So uh, you, you're talking about a, a coup. A coup d'etat? Yep. What happened?
1: Whoa.
0: <laughs> oh. So oh what
1: happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> what Oh my god. Hey man. what
0: happened with that coup d'etat?
1: Well, Jimmy, I was in the middle of talking about it and then we got this call. I'm on- sorry.
0: I'm sorry. <sighs> can I stay can I stay on the line?
1: Jimmy, I would love to keep you on the line. Okay. Stay on the line.
0: Hey Siam, leave him on the line. Leave him on the line.
1: Alright, now we've got Jimmy, Brian. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't. Why are you apologizing? We don't screen
0: the fucking calls. We don't screen the calls. Well, I, I have just no idea why who's
1: calling. Cyan, let Jimmy get through. I haven't even had a chance to even start my bit.
0: You know what? What are you doing next Monday? Oh my God. Meeting. Let's have a meeting. Let's have a Firing
1: Cyan Day. Killing her?
0: That's racist. She doesn't
1: get fired because she's about to. Damn. All right. In fact. Hey, as, uh, J- oh, uh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Cut down, Jimmy. I'm talking. So, in fact, Brian and Jimmy, in fact, U.S. opposition to Allende started years before he was elected, huh. with U.S. geopolitical interests being about preventing the spread of communism during the Cold
0: War. I knew it. I knew it. Hey, buddy, I called
1: it. It's communism. Thanks, Jimmy. All right. It's communism, just? It's communism, Betty. can we just turn his volume down. Uh, in September 1970, President Nixon informed the CIA that an Allende government in Chile would not be acceptable, and authorized 10 million dollars to stop Allende from coming to power, or unseat him. Nixon. Nixon. So Nixon. Not a Allende fan.
0: Well, no. I mean, Nixon was like a Republican anti-communist. Yeah. But
1: private charge No. According to a CIA document that has since been declassified,
0: Central Intelligence Agency, correct? We've just learned.
1: It said it is a firm and continuing policy that Ayende be overthrown by a coup. That was in Did 19- they use those words. Yep. Damn. They wanted him to be overthrown by a coup. That was like Explicit. explicitly yeah, what their yeah, plan was. So Henry Kissinger, the Secretary of State. Dude,
0: Henry Kissinger is the devil. Yeah. He's the devil in he human was, flesh. He
1: was Nixon's Secretary of State yeah, at the time. he's
0: the worst human being uh, He the last, like, 25, ah, the last fucking 40 years. Sorry, go ahead.
1: He made the claim. What about Hitler? No, before then. Uh, Kissinger and the CIA <laughs> planned to impede Allende's campaign to be president of Chile with covert efforts known as Track 1 and Track 2. Have you heard about anything like not. this? No, no, no. I track 1 sought to prevent Allende from assuming power via so-called parliamentary trickery, in quotations, mm. while Track 2, under Track 2, the CAA tried to convince key Chilean military officers to carry out a coup. Eventually, Track 2 was- Is this a- the
0: same? Is this a coup d'etat? Yes.
1: Yeah. What did the, the, the mean? Why are you sabotaging my whole thing? Are you trying to make a metaphor? Are you trying to make like a, a parallel? No, you trying to make a funny. parallel thing about poos? Thought... God, I feel like a yende right now. I'm like I'm trying to do a good thing. Right, and I'm next. Fucking Brian is just like me 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 eventually track two the coup plan the coup d'etat god i love box mine nice. eventually track two was aborted due to parallel initiatives already underway within the chilean military so the cia was interfering with was it wasn't the only body to be like fuck this guy i'm not sure how you're gonna like how i'm presenting this to be honest oh, no, really?
0: yeah Uh-oh. are you gonna get all right wing and weird middle wing okay
1: In June 1973, there was a failed coup under Colonel Roberta Super. Uh, He he surrounded the presidential palace with his tank regiment, but was unable to depose the government.
0: Oh my God, this is so similar to mine.
1: This was followed by a general strike that lasted till the end of July. In August, there was a constitutional crisis, and the Supreme Court of Chile. ...publicly complained about the inability of the Allende government to enforce the law of the land... Apparently, he was ignoring amendments um, and going ahead with his national plan, uh, nationalization plan.
0: Um, so He was ignoring amendments?
1: Yeah. So, basically, he was, like, putting bills through. Opposition and parliament were, like, mm, we amendment this. That. We don't want to do this. And it was, like, oh, we're doing that. didn't hear you. I'm doing whatever I want anyway. Okay. okay. Uh, the government then – this is what the Supreme Court said. Okay. The government then adopted a resolution declaring that Allende's government sought to, quote, conquer absolute power with the obvious purpose uh, of subjecting uh, all citizens
0: oh God, so
1: with the goal of establishing a totalitarian oh, system two days later Allende responded he wrote quote Chilean democracy is a conquest by all of the people it is neither the work nor the gift of the exploiting classes and it will be defended by those who with sacrifices accumulated over generations, have imposed it with a tranquil conscience. I sustain that never before has Chile had a more democratic government than that over which I have the honor to preside bit hyperbolic though.
0: Oh, come on. It's
1: a bit Trumpian. The hyperbole of Chile has never had a more democratic government. That sounds exactly like what something Trump would say. Go
0: on. Jimmy
1: drinking my wine. I'm sorry. Oh, is Jimmy still here? So, yeah, hey, I don't like the way this is going. I was a fan. I was a big fan of Allende. Now you're now you Yeah, down. it's confusing. I don't like so, it. Black accusing- and white, black and white, black and white. Good guys, bad guys. Accusing Congress of obstructing the political and economic means of relieving the crisis, Allende called on the workers, Democrats, and Patriots to defend the constitution and the revolutionary process. Mm-hmm. By September of that year, Allende had the idea of resolving the crisis with a plebiscite, but he was never able to deliver his speech. Why he, not? He was. He planned to deliver a speech on 11 September. What the fuck happened? And instead, on 11 September,
0: this is the meat of the story, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Here's
1: the coup. That day, September 11, 1973, the Chilean military, aided by the U.S. and CIA, staged a coup against the president.
0: Oh, no. With
1: gunfire and explosions in the background as forces were about to capture the presidential palace, Allende gave a farewell speech to Chileans live on radio. Long live Chile, long live the people, long live the workers, he said. Shortly afterward, coup plotters said he committed suicide with an AK-47. Well, this Bullshit. was confirmed by an international investigation. <laughs> oh,
0: no, was it?
1: That's what I mean. I think, like, yeah, so so it was confirmed by an international investigation. They exhumed his body, like, 2012 they did it. It was within the last decade, but still there are conspiracy theories that he was, it was. actually assassinated. Yeah, I bet he was. So, the impact of the coup. From the day of the coup, September 11, 1973, until the 11th of March, 1990, a military dictatorship ruled Chile, headed by General Augusto
0: Pinochet. Pinochet. Yeah, he
1: wasn't a great guy. The junta framed its mission as a national reconstruction. And was characterized by the systematic suppression of political
0: parties. Oh, you know who liked him, though. Let's take a fucking wild guess. Who liked you know, mm, so... Oh God! You I think? wonder
1: if Nixon was a fan. Yeah, maybe. Mm.
0: This is bullshit, Jimmy. I I feel you, man. I know. That's what I was talking about when I called. Yep. Why is why
1: why 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 are we talking about this, Jimmy? Why are you still here? <laughs> uh, so he's. The, the military dictatorship was characterized by the systematic suppression of political parties, the persecution of dissidents to an extent unprecedented in the history of Chile. Mm, mm,
0: mm,
1: Overall, mm. the regime left over 3,000 people dead or missing, tortured tens of thousands of prisoners, Dude. and drove an estimated 200,000 Chileans into exile. The fuck, man? Yeah. So, I know what you're thinking, right? Like, so the lefty interpretation of all of this. Oh, no. I'm a lefty, too. Like, basically, they had this socialist president. He was great. He was amazing. And then fucking Nixon didn't like him. So, Nixon orchestrated a coup, kicked him out, and then put up with a dictatorship for a few decades. The reality looks a little bit more, from what I could gather, (laughs) Allende's economic goals were – Bobby. Exciting. No, no. They were, Like, they're exciting. He wanted to provide. He wanted to have revolution. Right, right. The way that you and I talk about, right? Like, take from the rich, give to the poor, blah, 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 But it wasn't working.
0: Why wasn't it working, though? That's my, that's actually my question. Yeah, you know no.
1: That. I mean, that takes think, a bit of economic knowledge. Might
0: what? Well, which we don't have.
1: <laughs> Neither of us have that.
0: I mean, fair enough. But nobody fucking does. Economics is like fucking witchcraft. Nobody I mean, part
1: of it economics. is. Yeah, for sure. I mean from what I could gather, he was pretty much capping prices, raising worker wages. He was taking land and giving it to poorer people. Like basically it looked like, I think probably it was going to be a short-term, wow, this is so exciting. Everyone's going great. Medium-term, things are a bit shit. This isn't how it's supposed to be. Long-term, long-term, long-term with the support. He might have actually been able to overturn the entire economic system and have it make work. I mean, it work. I
0: think that's the crux of But he of didn't matter.
1: have a chance. Yeah, but he didn't have a chance to get there. He
0: didn't have a fucking chance because he had like the fucking gringos up north that were like, no, fuck that. We're not yeah. doing that. I
1: wonder what would have, it have happened if that hadn't had taken place. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But it did. He didn't have time to see everything through because he was given like this three year window when really what he was trying to do was like a generational right, change. right, right. So that's. The good news, I guess. The bad news. Thanks in part to the dictatorship and subsequent democratic reform of Chile, mm. the economy has prospered, and today the country is considered a Latin American success story. Is Unemployment is low, and poverty poverty uh, is also pretty low for the region. Mm. Poverty, I think, is at 18%. Quite high. It's high for us, but low for South America, I guess.
0: Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are we gonna? Am I gonna be able to do my thing, or is this gonna mm-hmm. be another? Are you okay? Look at me,
1: I'm going. You
0: are really alert.
1: Yeah, I don't know why.
0: I don't know either. I, I, love, it write I love it. Let's ride it. Yeah, let's, let's fucking ride that.
1: I think because also don't look when at the no, I'm just to okay. check because I think with mom, we were in bed by one every day. Oh, is
0: that right? Oh, my, hey, how you my like my body?
1: Those? My body clock is. Well, how do you like his nachos, Dick?
0: <gasps> I love them.
1: Cool. I don't want any more mangos. It's too sweet. Do you have any of those nuts though? Yeah.
0: Why don't you? Oh, come on. It's
1: too sweet. It's pretty sweet. I oh, yeah, actually. You, it's think sweet. It's, you think
0: that is sweeter than?
1: Yeah. Well. Fucking worms. S- do you know when the last time I took one of those snakes was? Hours ago. It's too sweet. My mouth is on fire. It is a little bit. I got it. I, yeah, no, I got it. some savory. My chip here. That's your chip.
0: I know, but you know what? We're friends. I'm
1: don't, don't, No. Eat the fucking chip. I don't want out. the peanuts
0: going to You, you want to go
1: on with your thing? Yeah, I do. I want to learn about the coup. I'm gonna eat the peanuts. I'm
0: gonna eat these chips.
1: You're gonna want to be fast on these. <laughs> I feel
0: like I've put. I know these
1: ones are yours. Can but, uh, I save like
0: three of them? I'm gonna for the
1: treat end. it as if they're mine. I want to learn about this coup, bitch. Are you? Do you have any questions? Mm-hmm. You also know about this coup, so if you're gonna add anything, I'm cool. Great. I'm cool. Oh my god,
0: no. <laughs> no. no! No, no, no! you you know what? You're right. No, <laughs> you're right right. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna be talking about the uh, 1953 CIA backed, British backed uh, coup in Iran. Fuckers. Uh, Can we have some wine
1: yeah, first?
0: Yeah, yeah I, like
1: not first, like throughout. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? I want to hear because you know I love. Did I tell you I um I went to Iran? I just said that deliberately wanky style. What did you
0: say? I didn't hear you. I, generally, I generally didn't. I was
1: like, did I tell you I went to Iran?
0: All right. How much do you know about the 1953 Iranian coup? Quite not a, a bit, I would have bet. Not
1: enough.
0: Yeah. What do you know about it?
1: Okay. Where do I start? Uh, the start of the 20th century was when oil was first discovered in Iran
0: okay. by a
1: British explorer, oil explorer. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much set Iran on a dangerous treacherous course for the next hundred years so for decades it was pretty unregulated uh, US energy companies American energy British Ameri- American and British energy companies were able to come in and invest and more or less exploit Iran for everything it was worth and then at some point a conservative leader was elected which similar thing embarked on campaign of nationalizing and regulation and taxation. No? No.
0: What are you talking about? He
1: made it up.
0: No, I feel like that was a mishmash. What the energy about? industry? I mean, that was that was of Mossadegh. Mossadegh
1: But he was putting in place he was, by he was U.S. Placed, powers?
0: No, 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 no. There's some misconceptions. Yeah. It, it wasn't like a full-on democracy. It wasn't like... We're Iran And now we're going to have Like an election But It it was Whatever That was their system So I think what it was Was like a parliamentary Parliamentary system Where People People voted for like Their direct representatives, Yeah And then those guys Formed a little council Mm. And then nominated
1: They had effective democracy For almost a decade Yeah yeah
0: I think that's true Yeah
1: But the point is They elected someone That was a threat To the energy industry
0: yeah, who was like, you know what, uh, Iran's oil supply is is, is our sovereign, hmm. yeah, property as much as like those mountains over there or that yeah. forest down there, you know. And then of course that freaked out British Petroleum, which wasn't British Petroleum at the time; it was something else, but it morphed into BP later. Yeah, and, and they and they were like, well, you can't do that, you can't do that. We invent oh, their whole their whole point was like. We created the infrastructure to extract all this oil. So if you come in and nationalize it, you're claiming property over yeah. all of our like oil drilling rigs and stuff yeah. like that, right?
1: You're expropriating our assets.
0: Yeah. Ah. Which I mean, you know, depending on where you where you land on all this, I mean, I, I suppose that's a point. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, play both sides here in, in a way, like yeah,
1: if you're any. If you're any energy company and you've spent X amount of money in X country to build some infrastructure and then the government is elected to say, Actually, you know what? What you're That's doing is are. ours, it's ours, you're gonna yeah. be worried. It makes sense, you're gonna be worried. You're definitely
0: gonna be worried, but I'm wondering if do you have a do you have a leg to stand on? Do you have any kind of rights at that point? Like But here's the thing. I don't I don't think that there were negotiations vis a vis like, okay, you make a great you make a great philosophical argument. You're right. The oil under your country is yours, which I feel like Britain takes for granted. America takes for granted. Australia, we all take that for granted. Venezuela isn't, isn't, isn't like sailing up the Colorado river and being like, Hey, we found oil. I guess that's now. ours now. Yeah. Right. Everyone's going to be like, go fuck yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason in certain parts of the world, that's just like a given, like, well
1: they find us keepers.
0: That's ours, man. What are you gonna yeah, do about it? Yeah. And then on top of that, we built all these oil rigs and, and so then when you nationalize. Using your is... Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So when you nationalize, that's such a big faux pas. Mm-hmm. Like what are you doing? Right, so and I don't and I, so that conversation didn't happen where the British Empire was like, You've convinced us you have the sovereign right to the oil under your ground but hey, compensate us for the oil rigs we built. That was never a fucking conversation. It was, how dare you, that's ours. Your fucking crazy, like, uh, religious, uh, monarchial leaders from like 100 years ago signed us the rights to all Iranian oil in perpetuity.
1: Therefore.
0: Therefore, what you're doing is So even though your monarchs
1: theory. have run off with the money and they're all living their lives and you now want to build a better life for your country, yeah. legally, that's Yeah, so I
0: think that's that, that was the sort of genesis of it. Mm. And then Britain was like, uh, as far as I understand, early days were like, let's take this fucker out. But couldn't, didn't have the wherewithal, didn't have the fucking whatever to do it. So then enlisted the aid of the U.S., this is during the administration of Eisenhower. This is like 1950. And this is like the birth of the CIA. The birth of the CIA was like like 1947. It's also very helpful to know about the, uh, the Dulles brothers. There's John Foster Dulles and Alan Dulles. Stephen Kinzer... The guy that wrote this book Which is a great book You're going to love it Start to
1: read it You're that. really, really
0: going to like it Start to
1: read but it But he also
0: wrote a book Called The Dulles Brothers Which I also have Which you can read In some future point
1: read so many books Yeah
0: And so um, The Dulles Brothers like, like They were Like pivotal in, in a lot of Like mid-20th century American Espionage And foreign policy Classic And I Think it was John Foster Dulles Was a bit more Sort of like True warrior Like Evangelist, um, in the sense of like evangelist for like U.S. goodness in the world, Protestant goodness in the world. Yeah. Whereas Alan Dulles, which I think was the CIA guy, was a little bit more of a playboy, just sort of like power is fun. Money, 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 money. money yeah, money. I'm a smart guy. So there was, a, it was, it was an interesting sort of like team up between these two brothers. And I think they influenced Eisenhower quite a bit to be like, Look, man. If you let Iran go this direction, they're gonna fall under the Soviet umbrella. Now, the, the argument is that actually, at the time, it was less of, opposing Mossadegh for the U.S. was less about oil than it was about shoring up. Oh my God! <laughs> was yeah. about, I, I'm gonna. I'm you know what? I'll wrap, I, it, up, I'll wrap no, it up. I wrap it.
1: No, I want to listen. Was
0: about Shut shoring up. up um, was 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 about the whole like Cold War bullshit, right? Yeah, Less about the oil, more about the Cold War. Only in the sense that, like, uh, Britain sort of had already had the, had the rights to that oil. The rights, in quotes, right? This is an argument that people make. It's not an argument necessarily pro-U.S. intervention. It's more just an argument, like, we need to understand this from the point of view of the Cold War rather than oil. Like a mm. scramble for oil. Mm. So then... CIA implemented Operation Ajax that was a little code name for it
1: what year is this ben?
0: I think well I mean ultimately it was 1953 but I think this I don't know when Ajax started mm-hmm. great question
1: <laughs> just trying to ask questions you know because apparently that's what we do here
0: <laughs> yeah so most that comes along and he and he's basically like you know a reformer and he's like uh, this is Ran. Iranian stuff for Iranian people he had some support he had a lot of support actually but not everybody supported him in fact one 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 rather important faction that did not support him was the religious side of things
1: the, the, the mullahs. Yeah,
0: yeah so they weren't huge fans of his I'm struggling here I'm a little bit drunk a little bit drunk a little bit tired <laughs>
1: Do it. You can God do it. Damn it with it.
0: So, a, a great aspect of all of this, the thing I find really most fascinating about this, which I'm sure you know, is that after the coup, I'm just gonna skip all the shit. After the coup, you know about the Shah, right? The Shah of Iran. So he was a bit of a playboy. He was a bit of a like, hey, I'm the Shah of Iran. Look at me. I'm the Shah of Iran. I'm the Shah of Iran. I'm I'm. Shy? I'm. Not. No,
1: I'm not Shah. I'm just the Shah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he was like that, and but he was our guy, our guy being the U.S.'s guy. Like, like they wanted him because he was sort of, like, spineless and really malleable. And he wasn't going to cause any waves. Mm-hmm. So what they wanted was Mossadegh out, boom, the Shah reinstated. Reinstated because he was, I think he was the guy before.
1: I can't
0: remember. Okay. Anyway, they wanted the Shah in. They took him out of the country and put him in the U.S., for a brief period, because they were worried that he was going to get popped,
1: assassinated.
0: Yeah. So so then there was there was a coup, and it was organized by this guy named Kermit Roosevelt. There's like a whole bunch of fucking shit here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna skip over like a stone skipping over a lake because I'm just trying. You know, I want to get to the main point. So they got rid of they got. I feel
1: rid- like our listeners want the story.
0: Well, I apologize, but I mean it's seven and a half hours into this. <laughs> I don't We've know how been much recording more I have to for a get. while. <laughs> so, um Mossadegh house arrest, Shah reinstated.
1: Religious leader, not a political leader. How interesting. Also a Playboy, so not have been a very good religious leader. He
0: was not a religious leader. The Shah? No, he wasn't.
1: Cut that out, Max. <laughs> so then so then there was a coup. So basically what happened was God. the US were like fuck this guy He's threatening our energy security. And the American embassy, correct or not correct, the American embassy, so diplomats, were tasked with instigating the coup. Mm. And then what happened were, I think people found out about it or people always knew about it, but then there were student protests, student demonstrations against the U.S., where they raided the U.S. Embassy.
0: Yeah, I mean, but but now you're leapfrogging ahead, though.
1: Oh, I didn't even know what you were in when you were talking.
0: 53.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm talking about like 70,
0: 78, 79. Oh, Jesus. But there was the whole Islamic revolution which oh. happened. And that was a direct response to the coup and to a mistrust of the West. And to the Shah's inept rule, and yeah. so that allowed um, the Mullahs, the, the the really like sort of hardcore faction in Iran, to take power. Yeah. And so, when the hostage crisis happened in seventy yeah. nine, and they captured a bunch of uh, uh, people that were working for the U.S. embassy, part of part of the part of the instigation of that was that um, the U.S. arranged for the Shah to leave the country. Again, uh, and again. so right. and so, like a lot of Iranians were like, "Oh, here we fucking go again." Yeah, because the last time the U.S. scooted the Shah out of the country, all this shit happened, right? So, 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 so there was that. Mm-hmm. But, but the the real tragedy, I think, of this story is that had had Britain and the U.S. not intervened, who knows? You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe Mossadegh would have been an okay leader nationalized the oil and it could have been like a uh, ally to the west but because of like it was
1: like a fucking great country in its own right
0: so when it was well it's always been a great country in its yeah. own right yeah I mean
1: that's like the fucking birthplace of civilization it's yeah like the Persian empire
0: right well you know I mean there's a rebuttal to all that which is that because I I, I I tried to look at like the other side of it so like the sort of conservative like uh, side of it right wing side of it is that um the CIA's role in the coup was has, has been overblown all these years. And in fact, this was a homegrown coup instigated by the religious zealots within the country. Mm-hmm. Which sounds plausible, but I think ultimately is bullshit. Because I think... I, I, fuck, man. I mean, the, the CIA actually released like all the records. And I think it was like 2013, where they basically admitted to engineering the coup and sort of spelled out like you know a b c d like here's here's what we did here's the money we contributed but i think it's a it's a it's a it's a somewhat fruitful sort of avenue to sort of explore like i mean you're right it didn't exist in a vacuum it it wasn't like it wasn't like every single person in around was like Yay, Mossadegh. Oh, mm. And then the evil empire came in and was like, no, he's a bad guy. And then everyone was like, so there was, there was, there's always factions. There's always factions, right?
1: I think the point is, it's the same with the Chilean mm. mm-hmm. Is that foreign countries have no, I mean,
0: they're not invested in the same based way
1: on the current idea of how countries work. Yeah foreign countries should have no right to be interfering with other countries. Yes. But it seems, it seems like that myth perpetuated like the myth that there is some such a thing as sovereignty, the myth that there is such a thing of countries that make rules for their own countries is most strongly propagated by the U S by the UK powers that have regularly in the past just totally overstepped beyond their own countries. So it is hypocritical, but it doesn't mean it's not true. The ideals, I think, still stand. Iran should have always been left to be Iran. Yeah. To be decided by the Iranian people. Same as Chile. Chile should have just been Chile decided by the Chilean people. Oh, eventually maybe we move toward a borderless world and people don't have countries Mm -hmm. and people don't identify Chile and they identify as human. Like, oh, we all want that kind of world, but...
0: Did I tell you about that time I tried to implement that world? When you started a cult? No, when I was in India,
1: yeah.
0: I went to this uh, party on an island in a river, and I just spread all my possessions out yeah. around me.
1: And you're like, guys. And I was we like, we are one.
0: This is what travel is. This. My brothers, my sisters.
1: We are one.
0: Lay with me I in love the sand. I
1: so much.
0: Lay with me in the sand and let your possessions go. And when we awake in the morning, brothers and sisters, we will have more than when we slept.
1: You're on successful cult attempt.
0: And then when I woke up, I had less than I woke up. Yeah.
1: And you were alone.
0: Yeah, I was alone. (laughs) Nobody joined me. But
1: at least you still ate your journal.
0: So Allende, huh? What a character.
1: (laughs) Oh, the Ayatollah. What a guy. Um, Should I just go ahead with my sugar fact?
0: Do you have one for, the, for, for this evening? Well, obviously
1: it's sugar vax.
0: Well, lay it on me, Joe. All
1: right, well, here's my fact. let As recently as 1950, one fifth of Taiwan's population was directly engaged in sugar production.
0: One fifth, you say?
1: One fifth. That seems- Like 50 years ago. Yeah. That's not that long ago.
0: It's really not. Considering
1: now it's like manufacturing, agriculture, services. Ah. One fifth
0: is like 20%.
1: That's good math. Say I'm wrong. Yeah. Directly involved. And who knows how many people were involved in like trucking it or selling it or whatever.
0: Eating it. Okay. That's
1: my sugar fact.
0: That's nice. Nice. I like it.
1: I basically, I found this essay online and it said one fifth of of sugar production today. Like it was written as in it was contemporary. Yeah. Fuck, that's a lot. Like. You did one fifth today, like that's crazy. And then I read a little bit more into the article and into the source, and basically it's like this old article from 1950 that's been uploaded to the internet now. And I was like, whoa! I'm so glad I did just a squidge more research.
0: So it's like a little listicle, like most common deaths of the common era: tuberculosis. Yeah. Rusty musket. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Really, I had no idea. Cold. I'm like, (laughs) wow,
1: Taiwan. And then yeah, it just turns out it's an article from the 50s that they've uploaded to the internet now.
0: Would you like to enter? Step into the modern era. Mm -hmm. Step into the modern era with me, Joe. Here. That was a quick trip. Yeah. Uh, Sculpture artists. This is how they wrote it slash boundary pusher oh god, god wouldn't that be a, I, yeah, yeah, yeah should we
1: just close ourselves boundary pushes from now on yeah hey we're boundary pushes
0: hi welcome to boundary pushers.com <laughs> boundarypushers.org oh
1: my god are you brian don't you run the sugar factory in Dulan? no oh i'm more of a boundary pusher yeah
0: so sculpture artist slash boundary pusher carol walker Uses art as a medium to expose the atrocities. Right, it's gonna get serious. To expose the atrocities committed in the antebellum American South against African Americans. Oh. Her latest work is on display at the abandoned Domino Sugar Factory in Brooklyn. Whoa. Sugar Factory, another one, also abandoned.
1: We should write them. Oh,
0: Fuck. Well, the last time we tried to write someone. <laughs> we got all ethical and weird about it. <laughs> it's hard to write people without second guessing.
1: Yeah. God damn it. The God pe- damn this conscience.
0: The piece is called "A Subtlety." However, it's anything but. At seventy-five You're feet just long. reading
1: Straight away now.
0: Am I just reading? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sometimes you do that. So, wait, I'm going to quote her because these are her words. I was thinking about sugar and the associations with desire. The sugar trade created a triangular economy. Slaves were sold from Africa to the Americas, sugar to New England, and then rum, made from molasses, was sold back to Africa. Sugar brought about a new kind of world Mm. structure. Diets changed. The way business was done changed. There was a rise of the importation of enslaved Africans. So, I mean, her. Yeah. That's Yeah. the point. i the Like, about sugar that. is actually quite uh, fucking. Legal. Yeah.
1: I hadn't thought about that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, and, 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 a, and a lot of it stems. I like the desire part because it's like, I want it.
1: Yeah.
0: I just want that. Yeah. Like, before, people were fine with, like, I don't. Know about that? I
1: don't know about sugar. I don't need it. I don't want yeah. it. Yeah, but
0: then, but then, once sort of sugar gets introduced, people are like, "Oh, I want that." Mm. And so, what it's do I need? To, the
1: consequences. What do I
0: need to get that? Well, you, well, here's how you get that. You got to enslave other people on the planet, mm-hmm. and they'll cut the cane and then refine it, and then we'll, you know, you know, the whole the whole economics of it. It's kind of
1: like what I was saying to you before about global supply chains and plastic.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Mic drop, motherfucker! You did it. I just think it's the same thing. Thank you guys for following us. Um, yeah. Episode thirteen. Episode for thirteen. Hating in the quiz.
0: In the bag. Oh, Thanks for the quiz. Yeah.
1: We love you. We appreciate you, Brian. Where can they find us if our listeners want to find us anywhere other than Podcasting World? Where can they find us?
0: They can find us under a dirty old rock. They can mm-hmm. find us in a in a in a in a, in a rancid shoe mm-hmm. and they can especially find us in a an abandoned refrigerator they on the side find of the highway they
1: can definitely
0: yeah joe is almost like uh, how, how many
1: what 90
0: thank you yeah i was gonna say as a percentage of your day how much of his 90.
1: 90. Yeah,
0: so so there you can find her i'm i'm a bit more dynamic i move around i bop and weave <laughs> Uh, sometimes you might find me under a table in a wedding reception sometimes you might find me as a fan blade in a fan
1: yeah one time we found him as a pot in a museum at the london museum that was
0: crazy that was that was a crazy weekend that was a crazy weekend my god yeah
1: Brian, brian 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 well that's where you can find us so we appreciate you we're grateful for you thanks for following us on Instagram yep thanks for following us on Podbean yep and as always like Fine, us, in, like real us life. in
0: real life sorry shit do it again <laughs> no I know <laughs> I just I no
1: know, I know and as always and
0: please. as always and let's cut it and then, and then so you say it first
1: well I feel like you won't cut this well Max won't cut this so. and as always
0: as always
1: like us in real life
0: like us in real life
1: <laughs> one two three and
0: as five. always <laughs> dude we don't i don't know if you guys have noticed but oh my god. we don't know what
1: the fuck we're doing oh my god you say as always as always
0: okay. as always okay. okay i like it i get it as always like and us. as always <laughs> no i'm kidding it was lame <laughs> one more time it's horrible it's horrible it's great and as always like, like us in real life, life. beautiful